it's extra drama for book number 60, That Fatal Night. everybody, it's me, your host, Marissa Flaxbart, and I'm joined again by William J. Strimling. Hi. Hi. I call you Will, though. That's fine. Although sometimes I call you Joe, but I always feel a little that's bit like I'm too. kidding when I call you Joe, because that's like not how I... Doesn't sound you. natural. No, but people call you Joe sometimes. Some people. Some people. Some how people, do you feel about sometimes. it? Uh, I like my first name. Yeah, I like it too. how I feel about it. Okay, well, that's good to know. I'll keep calling you Will then. Yeah, thanks. Um, Will and I are together in person, which is why this episode probably sounds a little bit different than some of them have lately. We have been in person more lately than I have been in person with most people. This year in <laughs> this general. Year, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not lately so much as this year. Uh, because we made a movie together. We made a movie. And that was exciting. Yeah. And continues to be exciting. Because sure. now is the part where maybe people will get to see it. Yeah. Presumably. Uh, they'll see it. Whether they like it or not, they'll see it. Uh, you know, it, it won't be for everybody, but no, what movie is? The Hangover. <laughs> like everyone loved that movie. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> but I bet not. Well, how do you think the world at large would feel about the movie of Ken Matthews' story? I think it's too much in t- today's climate. I feel like that uh, it would be asking a lot of an audience to get behind this premise of this boy. There's ways we can amend the story okay. and, and make it appropriate for today's audiences, but as I mentioned in the episode, I feel like he both can. He is unfairly punished with the car accident and the blindness, both of which are kind of random, you know, like they're they're very random. He's not in any control of his, his fate. He wasn't doing something he shouldn't have been doing, and this is the cautionary tale. But when he gets his sight back at the end, he also doesn't deserve that. And so... It's just as random and, and undeserved. Um, so that that's where I sit with with the story. I feel like people would would roll their eyes and groan. Obviously, we could we could go hard into the like satirical angle and 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 play it for comedy or play it straight. And in playing it straight, it is funny. I have always thought that that would be a really funny way to do a Sweet Valley High like TV show. Mm-hmm. Would be to make it like intensely earnest and like over the top and that it would be really funny because it would sort of be like a self-parody almost like the moment at the end of the movie or episode or whatever where he sort of sees the light from the sunset it's like reading it you know it's like touching in its way but Uh i think it's easy to picture like you said in the main episode that you could hear the music swelling and everything when they reunite she runs into his arms and then they kiss and then it's you know there's a sunset happening it's very cinematic what's going on here yeah it is and you know what else is cinema but yeah sorry i was having two thoughts at once and one of the thoughts was like it would be really easy to make it so over the top that it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then it wouldn't be that much harder to push on that to make it ridiculous on purpose in a way that's funny. Yes. Well, I mean, just the premise that this guy's life is totally ruined because he's blind now. It's it's a little dicey. It's like yeah. being blind is not a death sentence. And he... And Terry says to, as much. What, the- what did he need to see for? He wasn't reading. This kid well, wasn't reading. Because to play football. I feel like that there's a pitch of this film where he comes to terms with his blindness and becomes 
the world's first blind quarterback. That's actually what I thought you were going to say. And then I thought you, oh, you weren't going to say it. And I'm going to tell you what I thought you were going to say. It's going to be so funny. But then you said what I thought you were originally going to say. Yes, that's the way this movie should go. So the sunset thing doesn't happen. We Uh cut the sunset moment. Right. But or what put hap- it later. It yeah. happens later. After he, like, or with Terry's help. Oh, because Terry is so good at football. She knows all about football. Not right. just stats, but, like, what they mean and what right, the players right. do. So they're doing all this running on the beach. So they start, they come up with a system for how she can, like, throw the ball. No, and I get how it. Can They're catch inspired it. by a dolphin that they see in the water. And they train him at with echolocation. Beach. Yeah, you can see dolphins in the Pacific Ocean sometimes. Yeah. And and he learns to, to harness echolocation to play football and to and he, then his teammates all have to wear metal plates underneath their uniforms so he can tell who's on his team and who's not on his team so he can throw the ball at, at those the metal plates make a sound well they, they will kick back a reverberation that sounds different than the other team which are not wearing the metal plates. Oh, okay it's, and his ears are just really finely tuned at this point yes he's gone full dolphin okay so he you know on a football team you know before they do the pass, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> the quarterback has this thing where he's like, hut, "Yeah." Hut. <laughs> so hut. Ken Ken remains the quarterback, but he just says he's just calling out "hut hut" all the time. Yes, yes, yeah, and that's how he can hear the difference in the reverberations. Yes, and throw these like beautiful passes. And I mean, like he knows how to throw a pass. Right. So as long as he knows the general direction of to throw a pass in, it's on the other teammates, right? To, to like pick up the slack, pick, yeah, and get to the ball, catch the ball, yeah. Okay, this is good. This is good. So another cinematic scene is the Terry discovering what it's like to be blind. Yes. I was really picturing that. We could expand that. And I think right now it's a little underwritten. It's just her in her room with a scarf around her head. And then she goes in the kitchen and spills some juice. I think the book is short enough that if this were a movie, that would need to be a full sequence where Terry goes to school and, you know, pretends to be blind and offends everybody. Right. Including Ken, Including right? Including Ken, Because yeah. Ken can be like, what do you think? You know, you're making fun of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Are the Wakefields in the movie? They have to be. They, I feel like Elizabeth creates so much of the the plot just in her phone calls and the, the things she accomplishes yeah. to, to push the story forward. She's got to be there. She's like a mover and a shaker, right? Yes. She's connecting people. She's yeah. connecting situations. Jessica is, is a superfluous character in this one. She's off in the background doing her own thing. Is she dating someone in this book? No, because she goes on that date with Skip Harmon. But right. maybe we can use Skip Harmon somehow. Because yeah. he's not really utilized in the book other than like as an excuse to as to why Jessica wants to leave the party with Elizabeth and Todd. Mm-hmm. Which therefore puts her in the right position to see the accident. Well, I think that Skip Harmon gets cast in the school play, which is an original that the theater teacher is inspired to do based on the story of their blind quarterback. And Skip plays Ken in the play. Ooh. Because he, I mean, he, he's not an actor, but he sees himself as a superstar. So, of, of course, they tap into that level of, you know. The drama teacher, incidentally, Mr. Jaworski. Oh, I'm... Pretty close to Jablonski. Yeah, pretty Not close. the same. Hey, Jablonski, it feels like something you would say. Right. Oh, I mean, Ron. who would play Ron Jablonski? We never know. You, we only <laughs> ever hear him. Because when we're in the sequence of the film that's at the uh, the rehab facility is fully silent. It, or, I'm sorry, fully 
black black i guess so okay pictureless not silent the right. opposite of silent. over black we you, hear the sounds of this is a facility the inverse of the sound of metal a fantastic film that's streaming on amazon with riz ahmed Have sure you seen it? i actually haven't watched it yet Ugh. but i know that i should it's just the but he goes the deaf, drama and then he goes to a, a it's not a camp it's a, it's not really a school either it's it's a place and okay. there are other deaf people that help him learn how to be deaf. But the main mentor figure is a deaf person in that film. And I feel like Ron Jablonski should probably also be a blind person. Right. Even though he is not in the book. In the book, they make it very clear that he is not blind. And I think in the movie version that we're making, Ron Jablonski should probably be blind as well. Sure. I like that. To set an example... I do think that if we go too artsy with it, mm-hmm. it's it's a real choice that we're making that might uh, undercut the other direction of pushing it so far that it's comedy. Well, we're going to counteract that with the 4D experience because we want you to be able to have heightened senses in this sequence. So we're going to bring in smells. Okay, so... To the theater. That's the fourth D. That's the fourth D is smell. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. Because sometimes... Isn't 4D usually has, like, shaking seats? It might still just be 3D because we're taking 1D away mm. and adding a D. <laughs> it's 3D, but it's not the Ds you're expecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is good. It's, That's it's, on the, uh, the billboard. Yeah, yeah. I, I, is there a 4D thing where, like, you can get water sprayed in your face? Is yeah, that that's that part of it. Yeah, it's water sprayed in your face. It smells and, like, rumble seat. You mm-hmm. know, it's a tactile experience. There is, There are smells in yeah. 4D, in normally. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been on um, Soren at yeah, California Adventure? Yeah, many times. Yeah. I and went on it for Epcot. the first time uh, earlier this year. It's great. Uh, when Disneyland reopened, we went one day, like, on a Wednesday. This was sort of, like, pre- Delta. Yeah. But there was a tiny window in there where it felt safe to go out and (laughs) in a place like that. I mean, everybody has to wear masks. And honestly, they were really strict about it. Strict about it. uh, One of the people in our party like had her mask off while we were walking to like take a drink of water. And he was like, you can't do that. (laughs) You have to, I mean, not like you can't, you just have to go to a designated area to do it. Oh, wow. Even though it's all outside. Sure. But there are so many people around, and so they have to have strict rules, I guess. Anyway, not to make this about Disneyland, but Soren has a really... I wasn't... I didn't know anything about it. So really? I, I was excited shocked. to experience the smell dimension of it. It's like Orange Grove or something that you... Right? Yeah. There's like... I mean, there's some of it's pretty fakey, but there's yeah. a rose by the Taj Mahal. Okay. And there's a sort of like ocean smell... Like, but Salt. it's like ocean cologne <laughs> smell <laughs> when you're by the ocean. But a lot of it is is very. It still was cool because I, yeah, I like smells, good smells. Yes, bad smells I don't like. Not so much. I really don't like them. Well, I think this is a great idea. But could we have the seats lift up out of the air? Is there any reason for that? Um, when when Ken's being lifted on people's shoulders uh, when he wins the the football match. The first one or the one after he... Afterwards. Uh, the blind quarterback. Afterwards. I think okay. we, we slowly dial up the Ds in our 4D experience yeah. as the film goes on. <laughs> well, there is a moment in the book when there's a question of um, maybe if Ken does well enough for the rest of the season, this is before the accident, maybe he'll be able to beat the record, this right. one kid's record, of how many touchdowns in a season. Completed passes. Mm-hmm runs 
football. It was the, the number was low, like nine. Mm-hmm. So what could it have been? But whatever it was, it, like that doesn't matter. It, it sets up a certain kind of stakes, right? For Ken, he's got a goal that he's trying to hit yeah. by the end of this season, right? And so we feel the loss for Ken when right. those stakes fall through, but it never gets brought up again. It certainly does not. It's just like, oh, I can't play anymore. Not, I'm not going to hit that goal. And so we, the Gladiators aren't going to have an undefeated season, maybe. Right. And in the game that he goes to with Terry. They lose in the last second. Yeah. But he kind of realizes that he, he can handle it. That like football's not everything. Yeah, football's not everything. Football which is, is nice. It's not life. It's not life. Yeah. Is that a Friday Night Lights thing? Football no, is life. A, I'm, no. Football is life is a Ted Lasso thing. Oh, different football, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, we did it. We did it. We'll get right to work on this, our follow-up project. Sold in the room, as they say. <laughs> to whom, though? Well, that's when you're Shoot an independent me. filmmaker, you don't have to sell anybody. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Just do what you want, and then ask people to give you money. Um, Speaking of giving us money, uh, you can Venmo us. <laughs> yeah, we should set up a Komodo Sweet Valley Venmo. Venmo. Oh, yeah, I was thinking for the, for the trying movie. To, trying to make you some money. Well, I will, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. It would be great if people could, could give me some money, and yeah. maybe in the future I will find a way for that to be possible. This is a thing that I've seen lately driving around the streets of Los Angeles. Graduations, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, and the like. Um, the just married type cars. Uh-huh. You, know how you write in soap kind of on the windshield. Yeah. People are writing their Venmo handle so they, like strangers can and passersby can send them money. Wow. I don't know how to feel about that. I don't either, but part of me wanted to pull out my phone while I was driving and just send like a dollar to this random yeah. person and say congrats. That's sweet. But like, couldn't you then get bombarded with a bunch of like requests for money that you have to ignore? Maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> That's right. What I would be worried about like publicizing. You're then, right. Which I mean, I've seen a lot of that lately. But I also know. just want to put mine on my car and see. There's no reason I'm not celebrating anything. I don't deserve this. <laughs> but... <laughs> I just want to make your like come up with a way to trick the DMV and make your license plate My like VNMO yeah. WJS. This is not enough room. Yeah. Just one. put it on a bumper sticker. Just you can put it right next to your uh, love gladiators. Honk uh, if love you love to read cake. <laughs> Honk if you love to read cake bumper sticker. Yeah. Well, Will, thank you so much for this wonderful brainstorm session and for being you know such a powerful creative mind. Anytime. And, and for doing the podcast. See y'all again in four years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. You'll still be at it. Yeah. Gladiators, uh, we will not be gone for long here on Sweet Valley Diaries because there's some business to attend to in the near future. Some things I want to talk about and that I'm going to, you know, have a, some more bonus episodes about and, you know, a little book called Lila's Story, maybe some other kind of odds and ends that we need to take care of. So I won't be gone for long and I will also... Still be around at Sweet Valley Diaries on Instagram, at Sweet Valley on Twitter. And you can email me, sweetvalleydiaries at me.com. Bye. Uh, they'll see it. Whether they like it or not, they'll see it. Yeah. So there was a... Whether they like it or not. Sorry, I just said yeah. Like, I had not heard the words that you said. Like, yeah, yeah, they might yeah. Hate it. Whether they like it or not, they're going to see it. it. Yeah. Everybody's going to... Yeah. No.